Ephesians 4, we was here last week. Let's, let's read those same scriptures again. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting or completing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God and do a perfect or complete man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Lord, take the words that we will speak here this morning, and I'm praying, God, that they will be life and truth and meat and milk to the hearer, whatever the need is in that person's life. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, the four B's. The four B's are believe, which we looked at last week, and we won't spend a lot of time on that today. The next one is belong. After that, be real. After that, be strong. It's not fair for me or anybody else to tell someone, oh, you just believe. You believe in a higher power. That's not right. A person can believe in a higher power and die and go to hell. Matter of fact, Jesus said, that you've done good if you believed in God. But he then said, believe also in me. And that's like a bridge that we could call and name it also. The more you believe in God, that's good. But Jesus said, cross that bridge and believe in me. Oh, I believe in God. Oh, I believe in a higher power. Oh, I believe that there's, there's something out there. We cannot and have not told the whole story if that's all we say. We've got to let people realize that they must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The Philippian jailer, what must I do to be saved? Paul did not say, oh, just believe in a higher power. Oh, just believe real strong in yourself. There's not enough there, people. That ain't going to get the job done. Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. That's what Paul said. John writes, these words are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ. He writes in 1 John, these things have I written unto you that you may know that you have eternal life. Oh, preacher, you'll never really know until you get to heaven. No, that's not quite accurate. These things have I written that you may know that you have eternal life. I can know it because not how I feel in the morning, not how I look in the morning, but because what God's word says, these things are written that you may know. That's a good thing. Them old timers talked about a no-so salvation. That's a real true deal. Knowing that you're born again. So there's the believing part. My sermon last week was on believing. Let's look now on the next one. Belong. Belong. It's good to belong. And that's not the length of the sermon here. Show that video if you would. 
The first time I attended Orchardville Church was at Centralia Branch at a combined worship service. The atmosphere was absolutely awesome. Then I attended a couple services at the main branch and just immediately felt at home. Started helping with the youth and it's just been fantastic ever since. The first thing is we felt like we were, there was someone reaching out to us and that, that made us feel connected. That would have been Mark and Kay. Uh, we found out that, uh, that our son, um, his girlfriend, was pregnant and they were going to have a baby. So um, the very first thing was we asked Mark and Kay if they could counsel us and talk to us about that. And we were not a member at the time. We didn't really know Mark and Kay that well. We asked them after service and Mark said when and, uh, or, and we, we met right then. And uh, that made us feel definitely at home and reaching out to us like that. First day we come, uh, Madonna Stroud welcomed us and uh, she just made us feel like family. We knew that um, getting committed would be an important step. Um, the connection class helped us feel more at home and uh, just the more and more we've come and the more we've got involved, the more we felt at home and uh, we just are, feel blessed to be a part of Orchardville Church. I really felt um, a sense of belonging um, at Orchardville Church once I started volunteering. Um, at first I started out in the nurseries and then I moved on to second grade um, Sunday school teaching and then after that um, my husband and I felt like God was moving us in another direction so we prayed about it and we got plugged in and Modified Youth and now we're here at Fairfield Branch and we are the leaders of Modified Youth and we couldn't be happier and Orchardville Church is our home. We've been coming to Orchardville since uh, July of 2009. And the one thing that made us feel like we were really connected to this church and uh, just we were just welcome from the first moment that we walked in the door. We shook more hands here than we did at any church we've ever been to. Um, everybody was just so friendly, just felt like we were genuinely, you know, accepted here and just we love it here. It's just an amazing place to be. Good morning, Orchardville Church. We live in Sisney, and we've been coming here for about 10 months now. And uh, we really love the church, and we really enjoy the fellowship that we have here. Every time we came, it just seemed like we were met with a handshake and a smile, and just made us really feel welcome. And I think what, what really made me feel connected was when I started volunteering and like going to the activities, the oasis. Uh, vacation Bible School and everybody just seemed to embrace me and I appreciated that. We're like everyone else, we go through a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, a lot of problems, but it's been easier to go through them because of the church and because of the people that we know here at the church. Um, they give us strength, God gives us strength. I don't know how we could survive without His presence in our lives. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Have you ever noticed on beer commercials, it never shows a guy sitting there by himself and he's guzzling a beer all by himself. You never see that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's not so much that they're selling beer as they're selling 
let's get together and drink beer. Let's do it together. They're selling community. They're selling belonging to something. The Cheers uh, show where Norm walked in, everybody said, hey, Norm, let's do that today. Norm, stand up. <laughs> hey, Norm, yeah, there you go. It's a sense of, it's a sense of unity and a sense of belonging. And that's an important, important thing. Uh, and I really feel like that uh, and now more than ever, with everything being, listen, a person can watch TV and watch the news and you're just inundated with a million things and things are screwed up and what in the world are we gonna do? And it's just not here, it's all over the world. It's good to have a place to where you really know that you belong. Amen. You really know you belong. Let me give you something here. This is from Mike and Deborah Reed. Dear Pastor and Kay, we're happy, so happy to be here at Orchardville Church. It's so wonderful to be able to invite people to our church and know they will like it here. Your sermons are always just what we all need to hear. Isn't that incredible? We are seeing a lot of answered prayers. It's good to know we have such a huge support group. There it is. We're all praying for our church and all our church family's needs. I've been expecting big things for a long time and all our prayers will be answered in God's time, in parentheses, not my time. The service at Fairfield was great. Kay, years ago when you prayed for singers and people that could play instruments, you sure got your prayer answered with the best praise teams going. I don't believe there are any better. Hang tough. We know you both have heavy loads. Also, there are things that happen in life we just don't understand. It's worth it all. We're going to be in the big banquet in heaven someday. I like the old song, Come and Dine. The master calls, Come and Dine. We love you both, Mike and Deborah Reed. It's a good thing to belong. It really is. It really is. Let me show you the opposite of belonging. The opposite of belonging is, don't inconvenience me. The opposite of belonging is, you ain't the boss of me. The opposite of belonging is, I have my rights. The opposite of belonging is, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to give you a religious opposite of belonging, a personal relationship with Jesus. Chris Christopherson wrote the song years ago. Me and Jesus, we got our own thing going. Me and Jesus, we got it all worked out. Fooey. Fooey. There's no community in that. There's no belonging in that. Don't make the mistake that it's only about you and Jesus. The Bible talks about too much things in here, particularly in the New Testament, about the church togetherness. Togetherness. Hebrews 13. Let me read this. And it, just to prove it, it's in here. Hebrews 13, verse 17. Obey them that have the rule over you. Submit yourselves, for they have watch over your souls, as they must give an account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief. Thank God for that, for that is unprofitable for you. Archerville Church. Oh, preacher. I ain't going to submit to anyone because it's all about what I think. Really not. Really not. 
You belong. You belong to something special here. And we don't, and too many times, I believe, we take this for granted. My book out this year has been uh, keeping track. 91 people born again so far, and we just in August. So we got a long way to go for this year. First-time guests, when they come here, they are amazed by a couple things. One is how organized things are, and another is how clean the building is. I like both them things. Guy told me the other day, don't even go to this church. He said, Mark, 25 years ago, anybody mentioned Orchardville, they always thought of the pool hall. Now you mention Orchardville, you think of this church. Orchardville Church and the preaching from behind this pulpit has done more to affect and bless this area than any other thing you can name. And people with an ax to grind against me or this church won't like that statement. But that statement's true. Romans chapter 8. You all know this verse. Romans 8. Verse 28, Paul writes, and we know. Everybody say, we know. We know. And we know all things work together for good. To them that love God, to them are called according to his purpose. He didn't say, I know. We know. We're in this together. It's not me and Jesus got our own thing going. Me and Jesus got it all worked out. No, we're in this together. You're going to know the purpose of God in your life. You're going to have to be connected to the church. Saint, singular, one time. That's what it's mentioned. Saints, plural, over 60 times in the Bible. God is saying, let's get together. In Ezekiel 37, with the rattling of the bones and the bones all coming together, and then the sinew, and then the muscle, and then the skin, and then God breathes in them. And they became a mighty army. Nothing happened until they were connected together. I was probably 10 when this happened, maybe younger. And it was probably about 1 o'clock at night. My dad woke me up. He worked second shift. He came home. And evidently, he flipped through the channels, and, and he saw the movie The Thing. Not the remake with Kurt Russell. I think maybe Kurt Russell. The original. How many knows who played The Thing, the monster, in the original? Gary? James Arness. Gunsmoke. Played the original thing in the movie, The Thing. And my dad woke me up, and years later I got to thinking about that. He woke me up because he was too scared to watch that movie by himself. <laughs> he wakes me up, and we're watching that movie. And you know how any movie, the music can add just so much to it. And in that, the dogs had a fight with The Thing and they, they, they gnarled his hand. They, they just uh, uh, cut his hand off. And, and the dogs brought that back to the Antarctic, Arctic, sub-zero 
station where they was at, snow, blowing, cold, everything. And they brought that hand back, and they had the hand laying on a table. And it's just, it just, it just the hand, it's just laying there. And about that time, this creepy music starts playing, and them fingers start twitching around. I was, I was scared to death. I looked over at Dad, so was he. And I'm thinking, years later, I'm thinking this, it's just a hand. It's just, it wasn't a snarly looking creature of a face or anything. It's just a hand. And that terrified me. Same thing terrifies me today. I see these Christian people, oh, I don't need the church. I'll just, me and Jesus got our own thing worked out here. I don't need the church. All I need is background scary music, and you're scaring me. You're frightening me. That's that hand out there all by itself, and the thumb's twitching around. I don't need the church. I'll do it all. Me and Jesus got our own thing going. Me and Jesus got it all worked out. No, we need to belong. We need to belong. We need to belong. Another one. We need to be real. God created you an original. Don't die a cheap copy of somebody else. I've heard from the time that I was called to preach, you're not like other preachers. First I heard, oh, he just teaches, he don't preaches. Now I hear he preaches, he don't teaches. I mean, this is what I hear. <laughs> uh, you're not doing it right. You ought to be teaching verse by verse, chapter by chapter. Then I hear other people, no, oh, you're doing, uh, just, you know. Simon Peter was a fisherman. God saved him, and now he's a fisherman that loves Jesus. Paul is the smartest guy on the planet. God saves him, and now he's the smartest guy on the planet that loves Jesus. Matthew was a tax collector. He got saved. I got to throw this one in, and he stopped collecting taxes. Praise be unto God. <laughs> Luke was a doctor. After conversion, he's a doctor that believes in Jesus. Be real. I'd rather be real and fail than to be phony baloney and succeed. I've heard this. Mark Shell tells too many jokes. I've heard that. In particular, uh, Norm, you hear Norm? You tell jokes? <laughs> A guy that watches on the online and gets her CDs from time to time, that was his criticism of me uh, last year. Tell too many jokes from the pulpit. That's no place to be telling jokes. Well, you know, when people expect that out of me, I feel like that I've got to go along with, you know, give them what they expect. There was two blonde-headed gals from Wayne County that went to Fairview Heights shopping. And they shopped all day and half the night. They come out. One looks up at the moon and says, Wow. Look at the moon, look how bright it is. The other one looks up, yeah, I see the moon. Says this, I wonder which one's closer, Seattle, Washington, or the moon? And the other gal says, hello, you can see the moon. 
There's a Baptist preacher came to a service. He didn't, here's what the comment that he made. You people singing praise songs and there's people dying and going to hell while you're singing in praise songs. Hmm. So that means if we're singing hymns out of the hymn book, there wouldn't be nobody dying and going to hell. Is that what that means? Man, man. The guy had a professional, he was a professional driver. He'd done that for 25 years. He decided, well, he wanted just a little bit different career. So he became a limo driver. And it's his first day on the job. And a woman in back reaches up and touched him on his shoulder. And when she did that, he went nuts. I mean, he just, ah, 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 ran off into the ditch and came back on and ran off to the sidewalk and finally got shut down. And she said, sir, sir, is this your, your first day on the job? And he goes, yeah, it is. Well, what have you done before that? Well, well for 25 years, I drove a hearse. Be who you are. Be real. Be all that you can be. Be all that you can be. Next, be strong. C.S. Lewis said Jesus was either Lord, lunatic, or a liar. I've always drawn strength from that comment. It's helped me to become strong. Either he's Lord, lunatic, or liar. We know he's not a liar. We know he's not a lunatic. Well, that must mean he's Lord. Ain't nobody able to do what Jesus done. Ain't nobody was able to say what Jesus said. Ain't nobody the Savior like Jesus is. The book of Acts, I see that and look through the book of Acts, and it's like the whole thing. It's like those guys are Jedi warriors. Everything that they're doing and accomplishing and it's like, what in the world? How are they able to do all of them wonderful things? Whereas, where's the church at today as opposed to what the, the first century church was in the book of Acts? Bible says in Acts 5, after being beaten, the disciples rejoiced. Preacher didn't shake my hand. Hmm. After being beaten, the disciples rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for the name of Jesus. Yeah. See, God's still the same, but I'm thinking us as people, we may become more sissified now than what they were back 2,000 years ago. Rick Stratton, preacher I've known for 25 years plus, has had cancer. I went up and seen him a few days ago and they've literally, they've cut him from ear to ear. He's got big staples all the way around in his neck. Took his voice box out. He's got a pad there with a pencil and he was writing on and he said, my ears don't hurt no more. I guess that cancer was putting on some kind of pressure on his ears. Be strong. 
Be strong. One of the last things he wrote down before I left, he writes, Paul said, these light afflictions. These light afflictions. I'll say it again. These light afflictions. Paul shipwrecked three times. These light afflictions. Paul had his back opened up numerous times with a with a, a brass rod and with cat of nine tails. And he writes, these light afflictions. And here in the 21st century, I've seen someone go through something that I would wish upon nobody. And God forbid that anybody would have to go through that and see him take that paper. Paul said, these light afflictions. And they literally cut him wide open and laid him back and took out his voice box, a preacher. And when he would cough, there was no sound coming out. And a man that's been so big and vigorous and meaningful down through the years of what God's called me to do, to see him like that, and it was all I could do to hold it together. And I told him, you've been a hero to me. And he grabbed my hand, shook my hand. These light afflictions. God, help me. Be strong. Be strong, church. Bow your heads, please. Believe, belong, be real. Be strong. God, I ask and pray that as a church, help us, Lord, to continue reaching out to you, reaching up to you, and reaching out to others. Help us in that. Help us, Lord, to reach, teach, and serve. Help us be what you've called us to be. Help us to reach others for you. Put that within our spirit. God, may that be the motivating thing of this church. We want to reach somebody for you. In your name we're praying, Lord Jesus. Amen. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com 
or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677. I saw you.